Coming live and recorded from the USA, Canada, and possibly Japan, it's the Game Punchers Podcast. Episode 114 for Thursday, the 19th of February 2015. Game Punches is the most impressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. I'm Steve. God, it's been a while. I'm John, and it's been one week. And I'm Fraser. Two weeks. Oh. Two weeks. Sorry. That was Fraser. (laughs) And it's been. I I talked over it. It feels like it's been minutes. (laughs) Doesn't it? Mere minutes since I was last (laughs) cursing (laughs) with my swear mouth. Yeah, so, yeah, a few things happened. So I got sick. That wasn't great. Then my mother flew in, and that uh, that was awesome. But, like, of course, I couldn't be in two places at once, so I had to punt on last week. Brendan Sarix. The Fish. Great inclusion. Yeah, he tried I to think. change stuff up at the start of the podcast. Change, tried to change up all our counting, all this. It's nothing but disruption. Fire him. What? How? In what way? I think we what did we do last week we went for I, a i didn't i i think i brought that up just you hit everybody hits record then everyone says three two one and you clap and you have one big spike <laughs> yeah that sounds great yeah no but oh john you weren't here last week either were you uh-uh. no we did a different one last week i can't remember what it was now forgetting me. i like the idea of that one two three clap though the more i think about it just one big spike for everybody yep not sp- sporadic counting that is n- in no way with the mississippi in between each one no, it doesn't this work. This has no <laughs> relevance for anyone who's listening. Right. Nope. <laughs> Apart from all the wonderful people in the chat who hear this every week, of course. Oh, yeah. Wyatt May said we counted on the seconds, I think, on Audacity. On the matter on Audacity. We counted on the matter on Audacity. Matter. Watch. I think we're. Stop it. I think meter. Isn't he in education? Isn't he in higher education, this lad? Uh, well, t- attending or giving, because it should. <laughs> it. It, it matter. It does. All right, enough. I'm not looking at this anymore. God damn it, Wyatt. All right. It doesn't matter. It, it really does not matter. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I've been away. I've been away. been away. Uh, it's been fun. I haven't listened to both uh, the shows I missed yet. I've missed. I've listened to maybe the first 30 minutes of the first one that I wasn't on. Um, and that was some great fucking radio. If I may curse at you. Wait, you were You were in the chat room for that one for a little bit. Only a little bit, yeah. I came in briefly. Uh, I couldn't spend too much time in there, though. Um, There's no better ad. No better ad. What? I can't make it, but I'll be in the chat. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? You're still talking over each other. Stop it. There's no better advert for uh, the podcast <laughs> than the fact that you don't listen to them. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can take that to the bank. <laughs> All right. Well, we better get cracking. We better get cracking. We've got a show to do. It's not 38. Kraken. Kraken. Kraken and Wizard. Alright. <laughs> right. Okay, so. Sleeve of Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Alright, great. Good stuff. So, let's start a show, shall we? Should we do that? Do we have any lists? Uh, no. Alright, cool. Alright, what's next? We should probably just do what you've been playing, just get straight into it, right? That's how it works. Because I want to talk about what I've been playing. Nice. Well, go ahead. All right. I've been playing Dying Light. Oh, you son of a gun. Yes. I want to get that. And you should. I might. Yeah, good idea. You should buy it. Seriously, you should get this game. Or go to the library and rent it or whatever you do at libraries. in the library. You don't think so? They don't tend to put overtly violent zombie killing games in. Hmm. Didn't you get Wolfenstein from the library? No. Oh, okay. That was in the well, history anyway. section. <laughs> in the authentic, no, legit tell you, history it was, section. Uh, Fish who got Wolfenstein from the library. Don't you remember was his it? story back? His story was back when he was a kid. They got oh, Wolfenstein yeah. in. In the library, yeah, it was the uh, it was Escape from Castle Wolfenstein. It was the, the original library. or something, wasn't it? It was yeah. the original and then Escape from... Escape. Escape. So, all right, so Dying Light. This is the uh, crazy one from Techland. Uh, previous zombie game would be uh, Dead Island that we were all familiar with, but no one really liked that much. I like Dead Island. Yeah. It had a few It had a few fans, right? It was all right. I mean, I, I got yeah. it with Games of Gold at one point, so that's cool. That's not bad. Yeah, I did not like it when I played it. Yeah, I didn't really like um, it much. Yeah, I mean, eh, I didn't like the analog beating with boat oars system. That one particularly great, but anyway, this one they seem to have they've kind of toned down the whimsy a little bit and the color palette. It, this is set set in some mythical South African uh, city uh, of multiple sections, uh, very big. Um, game looks gorgeous. It looks amazing. It is so good looking. What are you playing it um, on, Steve? I'm. <laughs> I'll tell you a phrase. I'm playing it on the PlayStation Four. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a delightful. It's a delightful little little bugger. That one. Um, it's. It's one of them, right? You ever have those games that are super light on substance, but they're just full of busy work, but you kind of get into that nice groove and you enjoy the busy work, so you just go in every now and again and kind of get used to the environment because the busy work's keeping you busy, as busy work does, and you're just kind of grinding through. But is it, But if someone asked you if the game was good, you'd say, eh, it's all right. You know what I mean? But you really like it. It's one of those. Right. It's one of those. It's got a very invisible allure to it that I can't quite put my finger on. Mechanics are pretty good. Running around feels great. The parkour isn't technically parkour. It's just guy that runs fast and jumps over stuff. Not technically parkour. Um, uh, but also sprinkling some wrestling moves. Um, you know, the odd elbow at speed. Uh, maybe some drop kicks. Nice. Um, people's and elbow? The, I'm not sure if it was the people's elbow. It was certainly, <laughs> it was certainly a man's elbow. Whether it was Belonging to more than one, I don't know. Pepple. Um, pe- <laughs> um So the only resin um, that I wouldn't give this a super super ten out of ten 
is Biakuas. Um, Biakuas. Um, well, no, I was. I don't know where I was going with that. It's it's a very good game. It. I've been playing it for a fucking lot of hours. I've been playing this for maybe about twenty five hours now. Um, like I said, just keep going in, keep going in, fire it up, just do another hour, do another couple of hours. Um, it, it, oh God, something about it. I just, it's they do a really. I think I know what it. Right, they do a really good job of when. Okay, so the 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 time, the clock, the day and night cycle is. It's a real thing. It's always ticking, right? You can see the sun gradually crawl across the sky, and then. As it starts approaching nine o'clock, when it gets to about eight or so, um, the guys that run all these safe houses around the city, they start getting on their walkie-talkies, telling you, "Okay, you got about an hour. You better get home or or hunker down." And then, right on nine o'clock, your alarm clock goes off, uh, I am legend style. And then, as soon as it stops beating, uh, sorry, beeping, it just a big kind of scream, like a big kind of. From all the darkness, and it says night time has fallen or night is coming, and then all of a sudden, a lot more dangerous, aggressive shit comes out, uh, and your uh, I think like your agility bonuses are doubled, and and your survivor bonuses are doubled because you got an XP system. You got three of them actually. You level up, uh, but they do a really good job of conveying how utterly like useless you are and how absolutely very dangerous it is. Um, it's one of those where oh, you don't go out at night. And they give you a lot of good reasons to not go out at night. And then, of course, there are some like critical story missions in which you have to go out at night. Um, and let me tell you, those things, <laughs> they are some fucking tense missions right there. It is a really well-done game. Um, the story's a bit... Bleh. Okay, I have a question it's, for it's you. It's whatever. So, Shoot. <coughs> excuse me. When you go out on these missions, what's the penalty for dying? How would that... Re- okay. How does that fit in with the game? Is it like open world or? It is open world. Um, so it's open world, but the the worlds that are open are split into like uh, zones. Uh, I mean, these zones are friggin' massive. Uh, in fact, I didn't really realize there were more zones because I, I was quite content with the shanty town because it was friggin' miles long. Um, but okay, so the penalties for dying, you lose survivor points. That's the that's the main one, losing survivor points. Um, and depending on how you lose them or, uh, you know, the difficulty of the mission versus uh, what your current experience level is or how deep you are into the game, um, all of these factors must play into it because I've lost all kinds of different values whenever I've died. Um, but yeah, you lose your survivor points and that's your currency to kind of level up your stuff. Um, without leveling up, you're not going to get very far because these things are like critical upgrades like... Uh, you know, running better, jumping further, uh, repairing weapons, which run out very quickly. Um, that kind of thing. Being able to make new weapons, better weapons, set off traps that are laid around that other people have laid. You can't set them off until you've um, acquired the skills to manipulate them. Uh, that kind of thing. So that's the immediate kind of penalty. Because, you know, screen fades and it goes, boom, you just lost that many survivor points. Fuck you. Um, but where it puts you, that's the trick. That's the tricky part. Sometimes you can lose a significant chunk of progress, depending on the last time it checkpointed you. And sometimes it checkpoints very, very regularly. Oh, that yeah, see, that's what I was curious about. You're going back to a checkpoint and starting over, or are you...? Um, 
dying you're not, and coming back out again and picking up your loot that you dropped or you never drop anything um so there's nothing to kind of go and retrieve um but there are things out there that generally you will be going for like um very very regularly these airplanes drop supplies into town and they're all at random places you know but yeah no matter where you are in the city you can hear the airplane coming look up in the sky see it and watch the watch the things drop and then just you know hightail it there the only thing is there are like other gangs um that are more nefarious than the gang you're with who you know usually protect it they've got guns they're really well armed and they'll guard these things and you've got to kind of fight them now if you lose um the fight which is very commonplace actually then you know you might it might bump you back to the safe house you came from which was on the other side of the map and then you've lost your points as well now if if you really want that supply drop you've got to jump back out of a window and go right back after it again by which point they may have run off with it because the nothing stops um it doesn't it doesn't like stop the clock and rewind and you do it again it just kind of you know takes you out of it for a little while and then you got to go and do it again but like you know the the enemies that you killed before they're still dead that kind of thing there's consistency there right so you kind of regenerate i suppose uh, as far as like world consistency is concerned it's it's a really really well done game um at first i was i wasn't really impressed with the initial maybe 2 hours of it because it was very rote, and these, the controls are super whack. Like at first, um, you know, w what is a jump button to you? It's X, right? Or A, if you're on the Xbox, right? It's always the bottom one. Use that to jump. Because every single game we're used to, where it's first person, A or X is the jump button. Um, this one, it's the right bumper. So if you can imagine just running around using the right bumper to jump... Um, uh, it's a bit of a culture shock at first. It takes a long time to get used to, but once you get used to it, it's very hard to give it up. And the reason is they want you to be able to look everywhere and use both sticks while running, while jumping, because that jump button also doubles as a uh, clamber over walls, grab a ledge, that kind of thing. It's used for pretty much getting... That's just you oh, getting around the environment button. Okay, so they much. need you to free up your thumb, right? Exactly, yeah. So it, And once you get used to that system... It's actually very, very like you know, you, and you level up your the speed of your running, that kind of thing. It gets very, very enjoyable very quickly, getting around town, um, and then you just find yourself like toying with the big bad zombies, like running out, letting them see you, go woo, and then run away, trying luring them into traps, that kind of thing, or turn around, kick them into some spike wall or something. It gets very, very enjoyable after a while, but still, there is a danger there at night time. It never goes away. How's the combat? combat all right so a lot of folks have complained about it being repetitive which mm -hmm. I, I guess it kind of is i love it i am having a really good time with the melee combat the actual weapons are awful and garbage but they're bad for a reason they're hard to handle for a reason um now the weapons that you get are all oh, the melee ones at least like forget the guns that's just usual gun stuff um but you know you can pretty much use anything like from a table leg to a butcher's knife to a french wrench to, to a what french yeah I, I i yeah right french wrench so um it's like a wrench but it's, it's french, I guess. upturned it's french it's french um <laughs> yeah it but like you know, it does um oh i see what a french wrench is okay right good i'm with you all right yep you good yep 
One okay. of those versus like a different kind of like a pipe wrench or yeah. You know, there's also different kinds of hatchets and makeshift hatchets. There's a grave digger's shovel, uh, all kinds of straight boat oars I've used, um, and you can actually get upgrades for these things. Um, my only beef is that the, these things run out, and I don't I don't think there's any game ever where weapon degradation has been fun. No. Unless you can correct me on this. I'm pretty sure every game I've ever played where the weapons get bad and break has been a sucky mechanic. I agree. Right? And if it's right. a French wrench, it makes no sense after, like, you know, ten hits it breaks. <laughs> well, it just gives up, doesn't it? So, like... Um, oh! Hey! You like that? Like you like it. that? <laughs> right. You having that one, Northerners, English? All right. So, um, yeah, but you can reinforce them and, you know, make them stronger. Um... If you're really big on inventory management, this game has you covered. If you hate inventory management, I am sorry, but there's an awful lot of um, text. Text-based inventory management. Very little in the way of uh, intuitive uh, user interface stuff. It's just all very uh, very textual. Um, and it kind of gets old quick. They use color, color codes for... You know, the rarity of items, of course. That seems to be... Every game does this now. Yeah, they did that um, in Dead Island, I think, as well. Oh, did they? I okay. So. Um, and But that at least lets you kind of spot at a glance, you know, if your butcher's knife is shit compared to this French wrench. Um, yeah, but like over time, you'll start getting used to better weapons and things like that. And as you upgrade them and get them better and reinforce them with metal strips down your cricket bat with spikes on it and electrified, that kind of thing... Um, then you know you start being able to take these these uh, zombies out pretty quick. Um, at the beginning, when you're just running around with such a French wrench, um, it's it takes a long time to put one down. Um, you know, like if you aim your reticle at its head and you swing, it may hit the head and just knock it knock it over for a minute, and then it'll get back up again. You just and you'll be doing this for a minute or two, and it gets very tedious. Um, but of course, they use that as as a uh, you know a mini mechanic to to kind of keep you occupied as you get swarmed because these are obviously slow zombies. So you know if you're busy beating one of them up and you got like five of them creeping up on you from behind, that's a problem. So I, they kind of keep it tense that way early on. Uh, but yeah, once you start getting hatchets and stuff, you can swing and take a take a head straight off uh, as long as you aim it well. Um, but then, you know, you can upgrade later to just do, like, finishing curb stomps so that you can knock them over with a kick and then just stomp them and then they're down. That kind of thing. Um, yeah, but, I mean, overall, it is repetitive in so much as you hit the right trigger and he swings his weapon and hits the zombie. That's repetitive. But that's what you do, right? Um, it's no more repetitive than shooting a gun. <laughs> a lot, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I, I find the combat in that extremely satisfying. Uh, except the weapons, like I said. The, the actual firearms are shitty, but you're not supposed to use those. Right. Uh, that's it, cool. yeah. So, it, yeah, it has my vote. If you're on the fence about dying light, get it. Um, if you're big on story, I'm sorry, it's not great. If, if you're really big on open world, busy work, get you, you know, like a hub world, you know, go out, do something, come back to your base where it's safe, get a couple of missions figure out where they are on the map go out there do your thing come back that that's what this game is um and it does have a narrative kind of taking you through it and through the different sections and zones of the game um but 
I mean, really, that's all it is. It's just people giving you jobs uh, and you going out doing them. And, of course, jobs go sideways and, you know, people get, uh, gets, uh, I don't know, like, huckstered and tricked and things. And, you know, objectives aren't what they appear to be at first. There's some really cool ones where you got to clear out a, a school uh, that's full of fucking zombies. Um, and then there's another good one where you've got to get a guy's... Um, camera out of the trunk of his car which is hanging off the side of this big ass Golden Gate style bridge um, which is surrounded by zombies there's a lot of cool things that they do uh, and they give you a lot of weapons to kind of fuck with the enemy and you know distract them over here blow them up over there that kind of thing um, yeah they put a lot of work and effort into it and it shows and it's really 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 worth picking up surprise of 2015 so far it's early days but that was a big surprise alright Nice. Mm, that's deal. it. That's, that's all I got. Is that all you've been playing? That's yeah. I haven't really been playing much. I've been playing that. Well, I, well, I played Destiny for a hot hour and a half last night um, with Marcanics and uh, uh, Thingy Bobber. Everybody's favorite. Yes. Um, uh, and yeah, I've played a, a hot minute of Alien Isolation. I haven't played anything new. Nothing new apart from that. That's the new thing I've been playing. And I've been playing a lot of it. 25 hours. Mm-hmm. 25 hours, that's all right. I'm guessing. But, you know, I've only just got to the second area, so... God knows how much game's left, but it's a long-ass game. It's enjoyable, too. Oh, and there's an amazing co-op in that. Okay, go on. Really? Yeah, I want to hear about multiplayer. Yeah, okay, yeah. so... Um, there's a thing that I haven't tried, which is like you can be in two minutes. a zombie. Okay, you can be a zombie and you can invade other people's games. I haven't done that one yet, nice. and I you can also turn it off on your end so that they can't invade you. Uh, <clears throat> I heard from some earlier reviews that it's just a big fucking ball ache and a distraction when you're in the middle of something else. And who wants that? So I haven't done that, but I have done the co-op a lot. Uh, I've got a lot of videos to upload to YouTube actually about that. So who um, have you been co-oping with? Just a randoms. <laughs> I've been coping with my bro-in-law. I've been co-oping with a couple of guys from work, okay. um, and really, it's it's just a means to an end. It's just a way to enjoy everything together with other people. They don't fit another person into the story. In fact, you know, if you both have the same gear, if you're both wearing the same outfit, you both are identical. The dude running around. It just makes no sense cutscenes kind of eliminate one of you so that you both see the same cutscene from the same angle it's it's just a means to an end but it's a hell of a lot of fun that's fine and that's you know what if you, you have to shoehorn a, co- a co-op shoehorn <laughs> co-op in by cutting you know by not spending time on different right. t-shirts and outfits and what I don't care or even the contrivance of another character in the game yes. like you, yeah they don't even need that. Yeah. Are you listening to this? The Order 1886, by the way. Just throwing that out there, you fucks. Just saying. Mm. All right. Five hours. <laughs> five, five hours, no co-op. What's up? What's up? Mustaches. The end. Those mustaches, though. Werewolves. Mustaches. All right. So that's all I've been playing. Let's do... Let's go to... Jesus Christ phrase. John, go. <laughs> Let John go up, and then you can all have a nice snooze while I carry on afterwards. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yep. So I was on last week, but before that episode, I finished finally finished Mordor. Um, Mordor. 
keep it spoiler free, but um, I didn't mind the story as much as I know uh, Fish said he felt it kind of ruined the game for him. Um, I do feel like they kind of cut a quarter. Could have been a little bit better. Took an easy way out, but um, what in terms of the fight at the end? Well, just the, the, the story. He, he mentioned the story itself. He doesn't think it fits well into the universe. I thought it was okay, yeah. Um, yeah. but I thought I, it was kind of predictable at that point. Like it was just such a random, you know, how he didn't know the whole time, and then he really did. Sort I don't of know. Thing. I pressed B, yeah. so I have no yeah, idea. You, you, I don't know. What I'm talking. <laughs> to you. I don't know. What I'm talking to you about story. <laughs> I held down B. Um, but Always yeah, hold that, down B. I do also feel like it was uh, the final boss fight was just ho hum, you know, a bunch of QTEs, really. Yeah. Um, you know, they they teach you all these new mechanics throughout the game, and then you don't get to utilize any of that for the big boss fight at the end. You know, I just feel like that was just a an easy way out. Um, but yeah, I still see, enjoyed I, the hell yeah. out of it. Yeah, it was a little bit of an easy way out. I see what you're saying there. I. <laughs> It wasn't a game of, but really, I didn't feel like a game of boss fights, though. You know, not in the traditional sense of having major sections of boss fights. I mean, really, you sort of do have boss fights because you're literally fighting like the, their bosses. But the ga- yeah, the game is boss fights, really. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't feel Pretty like much grandi- exactly what that game. <laughs> but there's so many of those that it doesn't feel like grandiose, huge boss fights. It, like you know, there's one guy at the end near the end of the first one. Is that the dark hand at the end of the first one or something? Mm, I, I can't so. remember. It's the Sauron's I, I'm just, back, I backhand. Sorry, I'm just being devil's advocate here. I, I quite liked pinky. that it wasn't too too much of a, a finish. Yeah, I don't right. know. It just, it, I don't know. It, it was, I don't know. It was literally just nothing but button mashing and QTEs for the last thing. Though, when every other battle is so much more challenging, and there's a lot of other other uh, Uruks coming at you and. I don't know. It just, you know, I feel like they could have put a little bit more emphasis into the the final battle. Um, but overall, though, it was a great game. I, I don't, it didn't sway my placement in the game of the game of the year podcast at all. Um, you know, I I think getting to the next map was was a big help as well. Um, kind of new place to explore. Um, oh, the other thing is, I, I wish that the last handful of missions they forced you to do some before others. Because I did all the hunter missions, and then I did the final one, and it just did not did not seem very uh, timeline appropriate. <laughs> right. You know, I'm doing like, these really important story missions, and then they make these hunter missions important, but they don't really flow with the final mission. So it seems like I was like, oh, I'll do that in a minute. Let me just go over here with this guy for a while, <laughs> which has nothing to really do with the rest. But um, so it's gonna be kind of nice if they forced you to do those before the, the kind of like the last few big mi- missions. Um, but good overall, enjoyed it. Um, also picked up uh, Among the Sleep on Steam. Um, have you guys ever seen this? That's uh, is that the baby game with your baby? Yeah, the baby. Um, the baby. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's exactly what it is. No, um, it's actually Baby Simulator 2015. Excellent, <laughs> brilliant. Um, Do a lot of shitting. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, uh, crying. You know. Yeah. Um, no. This one's more of a, not survival horror, horror, but it's got that, you know, sort of that horror vibe to it. You know, you in the beginning, you're what I seem to perceive as a very underdeveloped two-year-old. Because <laughs> 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 
So it's retarded, is what you're saying? <laughs> no, it's just it, it's a retarded baby. I think they picked the wrong age for this the this child in the game because it's supposed to be your second birthday. Uh, but it's definitely acting like a nine month old. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, two years old. You got a couple words, but he's like, you know, they ha- they're they're uh, they have him doing goo goos and stuff like that. Uh, so it just to me, it didn't seem very age appropriate in terms of of the character. But um, what are you, know, you like playing this on? Steam. Oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah. Um, but it kind of starts out. It's like your second birthday, and there seems to be some underlying things going on with the mom. So, like you know, the bits and pieces you pick up, what or what you know, a child would pick up, it wouldn't you know be understanding everything else. It seems like there's not a present father, and um, you know the mom's sitting there. She gives you a slice of cake, which you don't eat, and then she's like, "You ate all the cake," which was another weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like to be a two-year-old. Classic two-year-old problems. Yeah. So that was another. Making people think you've eaten cake. So just in the beginning, there's just a couple of things. I'm just like, that was not thought through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she puts a present on the table and then brings you upstairs, you know, to the crib. But there's a knock on the door and she's yelling at someone. And then she comes back and is acting all, you know, mommy dearest again. She puts you, like, in your room to play around. And then when she leaves, you find a way to escape and, you know, get into mischief and things like that. And What's that furnace? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's furnace. Uh, yep. I'd like to think we can we refer to him as boiler. Boiler. But it's true. It is a boiler. Ah. Um, but yeah. So then you find a way to escape, and then in in the box is a uh, a bear that actually finds its way out and starts talking to you, and it's kind of like the it reminds you of like the the devil on your shoulder telling you to hey you should uh, you should go check this thing out. Is this baby See, high? Is it like a high bed? <laughs> I haven't I haven't gotten far enough to really figure it out. So basically, like the the first part is. You know, you you have the bear, and the bear, the bear, it's kind of creepy. The bear's like, if you hug me, you'll feel better. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Which no. is really awkward. But when you, so you bring him into, you know, the bear says, hey, let's, you know, we have to go into the, the closet. We have to go somewhere really dark. <laughs> yeah, so you can hug me better. Exactly. No, hug me down there. This is how it, as I'm playing, I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so then you have to press the button to, to hold him tighter. And it, oh my God. And, then it, and then it ends up it ends up working like a flashlight. So then you can kind of see the area. But this closet becomes this like really dark, sort of mysterious place that's that's creepy. And you're you're trying to walk your way through, and um, definitely seems like it's like a supernatural vibe to it. And then the bear is like, oh, I think I hear something. And then it turns out the mom just is opening the closet, and she's just you know she's like, oh, there you are. You're always hiding on me. And then puts you into the crib for a nap or something. And that's kind of the checkpoint I've gotten to. But it's. It's very interesting. <laughs> so, like, I'll say, <laughs> you know, you you move faster when you're crawling, and then you know he you can walk too, but it's a little slower. Um, you could open, you know, dresser drawers to climb up to get to something to the top. So it's got some really interesting, um, you know, platforming and, and maneuverability uh, ideas in it. But um, yeah, that was like last week that I played it. I haven't picked it up since, but I'm intrigued by it. It's pretty interesting at this point. Like. And creepy at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's got some creepy tones to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this bear. No, no, huh. he doesn't look like Pedo Bear. <laughs> it doesn't. No, um, but it, it's it's weird. So, um, but aside from that, and but staying on the same path of creepy, uh, started playing Alien Isolation. <laughs> Excellent. And I've got oh, this is on the X-Bone, correct? X-Bone, yep. All right. Um, I've gotten to the point where I've had my... I got a little bit past the first uh, run-in with uh, with the alien itself. 
Are you talking about where it first reveals itself? First fully reveals itself, yes. Not the little cutscene when you're when you're walking around with someone. Ah, uh, shit, to, I don't even remember that. Trying to escape and... This is the first time he... This is the, it's shortly after the first time he drops down from the vent and I see all of him. That's what, and his tail right. flops over and drags. Gets real close. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I'm hitting buttons thinking I'm supposed to move and it's just a cutscene little thing. <laughs> I, uh... uh I just I was playing it last night and I just I just got to the point where he's he's revealed himself and he's running around freely. Yeah. And I I just ran into a fucking filing cabinet and I just turned it off. I did the I did the exact same thing. I ran into you know there's all the little lockers you can jump in. Yeah. The first thing I did was run over to that and then close the door and then sit there for about thirty seconds. Yeah. And then I didn't see him anymore, and I was like <laughs> sweet. So then I opened the door and then crawled my ass around the rest of the time <laughs> three hours to go from one room to the next room um, you know and then there, there's some interesting things though like um, they have some things that you can turn on with use of the connect um, really? yeah so one of them is um, if you let the connect read where you are and if I go into um, if I'm into sneak mode if I hold the left button and I and I tilt my head, uh, she tilts her head. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool that I can, you know, you could just use your head as part of the control to look around corners. Yeah. I think PlayStation Eye has that feature as well. Yeah. And then um, the other one, which I did not turn on for reasons that you'll all probably guess. It's is the sound, isn't it? <laughs> if you have uh, any sound in your room and the Kinect picks it up, then the enemies in the game will also acknowledge your character <laughs> as making yeah. noise. So your, your boiler is just working against you the whole time. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna keep this one off. Yeah. <laughs> so, Especially with kids. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing is like cats too. I mean, anything really. You know, it's. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a good idea. Um, really bad idea, actually. But I, you know, the the cool thing about the um, the head tilt is it's totally optional. You don't have to actually have to tilt your head every time. But I find myself doing it every now and then just because it actually works pretty well. Yeah. Um. Especially now that the alien's out and about. <laughs> yeah, um, fuck that alien. Yeah, I'm there, not happy with it. There was one point, too, when I was going through a vent, and the vent opened, and it was right there. So I yeah. backed my ass right up <laughs> and let the vent close again. I don't blame you. Um, but it's cool. There, there's, um, I'm definitely gathering everything I find <laughs> until it tells me I maxed out. You maxed out, then you make things. Yeah, then I, then I make all the med kits. Um, I'm at a point now. I know, so I, I'm. I guess I'm probably 20 minutes past where you are, or so because I'm at a point where I got the motion detector. Oh, I'm way past that part. Oh, I thought you said you. Oh, you, when no, you. No, I'm at when the you, point where he's running around, and like you can run into him at any time. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm I'm a little bit past the motion detector part. Right. Which also has a, a little creepy thing right after you turn around when you pick it up. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. I can't remember that part. Um, One of the, the Android guys is just like in the door all of a sudden. Oh, God, yeah, fuck those people. Wasn't there like, before. <laughs> um, You're like, oh, oh, okay. I like that there's a really weird, I'm, I'm not sure how useful it is. Um, have you done this yet? Where like you, So you hold down the right button to bring it up, or is it the left button? You press to, the left trigger. Left trigger. To see the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> 
<laughs> well done. So, yeah, but like you're holding it, whichever fucking button it is, to bring up the motion tracker, right? And you're looking at it. So the background's kind of blurred out and the motion tracker's clear. <clears throat> but there's another, I think it's the right trigger you can hold down, which then blurs the motion tracker and brings the background into focus. I'm not sure how useful that is, really. Yeah, if anything, it's just one of those tech things to be like, huh, look, it's like real life, because if you look away from it, it's blurry. <laughs> look. It's, it's in your peripheral, like... it's blurry. <laughs> Aliens, they're just like us. All right, cool. Um, yeah, and then the, uh, the the door hacking thing is pretty cool. I mean, it's, you know. it's I like it. It's easy, but it's a nice little aesthetic, I think, versus like, you know, some sort of hotkey that makes the character automatically do it. Right. I, what I liked about it was they're not hard, but they're ju- you got to do them quick. Yeah, yeah, it gives you, like, I think it's, what, like, 15 or 20 seconds or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. I think that there's, there's quite a few different ones, actually, as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll come to, like, three or four different kind of challenges that way. Nice. Um, yeah, and they're all, they're all, st- once you know how to do them, they're easy, but, yeah, they it's the time you're against, not the complication, you know, the complexity of the puzzle. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm digging it. I'm excited to, to continue on with that one, too. Got some, mm-hmm. got some fun stuff in there. You got that on the sale, right? Sure did. Very nice. Yeah, I think it's twenty-four and then twelve for DLC. Shit, I noticed. Uh, what was on sale? Oh, Little Big Planet Three was like twenty-five dollars on the PlayStation Store the other day. Yeah, they got. A, apparently, they have a bunch of sales right now too. Yeah, they, they got a shit ton of sales right now. So yeah, there's really some good, bad st- good stuff on there. Well. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> All right. Um. Fraser Moore's. That is me. It is. You got some <coughs> games that you've been playing, right? I have. I'm going to scoot through them because I didn't really. I'm sure what I really played in depth. I've started playing Shadow Warrior, which I'd picked up on Steam for a few bucks. Um, it's an interesting that? game. That one. It's sort of passed. What? Sort of passed me by, but I didn't hello? realize. Hello, Stephen. Have you lost me? Uh, hello. 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 Did we just uh, lose him? Uh, no. Oh. No. Whoa. Hey. 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 There he is. Hey. Did I lose both of you? Uh, we lost you, mate. Okay, I'm back. <coughs> so, Shadow Warrior. A few yeah. bucks. A uh, few bucks. Picked that up on Steam a while back. Thought I'd give it a go. Uh, it seems to be an, a rather entertaining hack and slash, first-person hack and slash. So you're... Um, I'm not exactly sure what you are. You, you, you run into uh, this... Uh, I've start, I only started like the first few levels, and you run into this some sort of chi- Chinese big mansion type place and just oh stop just stop trying to give us a story you don't you're not interested i have you don't no know the story well <laughs> you've gone actually to buy a sword but the guy won't sell you the sword or something so whatever oh. so you decide to start hacking up the place and uh yeah you, you're uh slicing people in half and finding secrets hidden around and powering up and all that the humor seems to be pretty neat um <clears throat> do they have secrets inside of them do they what do they have secrets inside of them no. once you've slashed them up no they don't. That would be pretty neat, actually. That would be I that would be so. good in a robot game. Slicing and dicing, and then oh, secret Terminators. But you pick up, you slice, slice open Terminators. But you can pick. Oh, well, I suppose you know it. Uh, Metal Gear Re- got like Revengeance. And they got ham in them. Ham for energy. Ham. Ham. <laughs> okay. Reminds yep. me of Blood Dragon because when you take those guys out, you pick up their their ham. Yeah. Well, with Revengeance, you've got the old. Um, pull out their uh, spinal columns oh that's right yeah crush them very snap. I do like that game 
Not ham. Um, but not ham. Um, so yeah, Shadow Warrior seems alright. So I've only just started playing it. But I didn't realize it's another weird one. It's like another game that's passed me by, which I didn't realize is out on the PS4, and I think it could be out on the Xbox. Right. But were you aware that that was out there? Uh, what Shadow Warrior? Yeah. Um, I I know that it's out there. I don't think it's on the next gen console. Yeah, it's on PS4. Is it? Yeah. Ugh. But it's just like, how did that one slip through? I mean, nobody's really played it, have I? But it's not a bad game by any means. It seems seems to work, you know. Nah. Seems built pretty well and whatever. I mean, I'm not saying it's the best game in the world, but you know, for a couple of bucks, it's all right. So yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully, I can keep the momentum going and play a little bit more of that. I probably won't. Uh, I have been playing on a daily basis Super Mario 3D Land on the Wii U. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I can't stop playing that. I pretty much come home and, and I play a few levels of that. We're just slowly collecting everything we can just to get it finished. Well, not just to get it finished. I'm not actually pushing to get it finished, but it's going that way. Where are you to? Um, we're on World 6 now. We've almost collected everything on World 6. Which one's World 6? think which one that is is that up in the clouds yet uh it might be is it the circus one no the circus big top circus has come down but i've said we won't go do that yet ah okay there is some circusy stuff in it though yeah there is it's so good it is a good one it's so good and the wii u as well again like my go downstairs and my kids are playing on the xbox so i grab the wii u controller and i go upstairs lie down <laughs> yeah. on the sofa and i play it on my own on the sofa brilliant and then what was really funny was i was playing away and then suddenly toad popped up and started playing with me and i was like where did he come from so my son has sneakily turned it on to the tv downstairs uh, and joined in oh, it's funny. just really good yeah so that is good it's neat so we're playing through that um on playstation plus this month yakuza 4 uh was the, one of the free games so i downloaded the one that made wyatt qu- cry <laughs> Uh, oh, no, that was no. Um, no. That's not even what he was bringing up. He was just saying how it was one that was supposed to having trouble coming to the states or something. But no, that was um, oh Shinmu, right? Was that Epic Scotsman? What the game? No, that cried. That was no. That was <laughs> that was his question, and then we're doing great. Let's wh- move on. Why it says Yakuza, <laughs> but it made it sound like that was the one that that made him cry. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, you, Listen you to last c- week's episode. No. <laughs> I really should, shouldn't I? Um, Yakuza 4 is... Uh, I've always been had sort of a passing interest in the Yakuza games. I never played them, but I've always um, heard the odd podcaster. My memory serves me right. Darren Baldock had played uh, for Midlife Gamer, had played Yakuza. And uh, I've heard it mentioned from a few other people. I thought, oh, I'd quite like to play a Yakuza game, but I was never really going to go out and buy one. Um, so to have it free on PlayStation Plus was good. So I downloaded that and started playing it. I love what I've pl- started playing so far. Um, as soon as I booted it up, I got a message from Teflon, uh, who said, oh, it's good to see you playing a Yakuza game. I said, yep, I'm looking forward to giving it a go. Uh, it's great, man. It's sort of uh, it's sort of like a Grand Theft Auto in terms of you've got your missions that you need to go do, but it's just peppered with Japanese madness which I just love. Um, so you play uh, this guy <laughs> whose, name is, whose name escapes me, who um, basically lives in this sort of Japanese city, and he runs 
a loan shark, sort of a loan sharking business called Sky Finance. No, look, listen. Hey, I know this. So he runs sort of a loan sharking business called Sky Finance, right? right? But he's not Uh like the traditional loan sharks. When he lends you money, he has uh, conditions that you have to meet. Like he'll say to you, I need you to go do a task for me. And if you do this task, then I will lend you the money. Now, right. I haven't really progressed in the story. And actually, I am paying attention. I'm, I'm not cutting through any of the scenes because uh, it's just bonkers. So, um, yeah, there are traditional loan sharks. Out. So he'll go down for a wander. He'll wander around the city and he'll bump into people. And there's people who have stories going on. And they'll tell you, oh, this new place just opened down the road. And then you can go down and visit. And so there's lots of things to sort of go and do. Like there's a Sega arcade. So I went in there and played some games in the Sega arcade. And... Uh, and then you bump into somebody else and they go, oh, well, I've got some problems. I need some money. And it's like, okay, well, meet me back in my office in an hour. So if you decide to go back to the office, you would meet that person. If not, you can go off and do other stuff. Also, right. there's sort of a, some sort of Yakuza gang storyline going on in the background, which is just bubbling at the moment, which right. I've not quite figured out the two <laughs> warring factions and how I'm going to end up being involved in all that. But it doesn't matter because I'm already walking down the street and people are starting to attack you so then it goes into the to the side of the game which is the fighting part of the game which right. I got it got attacked in the first sort of fight I had I was like oh, I'm not really sure I want to play a fighting game but actually I'm really enjoying the fighting aspect of it as well so you'll be sitting there and get attacked by three or four guys and then you have your sort of soft to medium attacks where you're just wailing on them with punches and kicks and then you can do like a press triangle and it does a big slap on them and all the time that you're oh and then if you it's really neat when you're fighting them in the street because all the people who are normally in the street walking around or doing their own business suddenly congregate around you and create like a circle so that, that that's the barrier for your fighting arena right and uh, that's really neat and then there'll be items that just happen to be around where you got stopped like a bicycle or a traffic cone or something they're all fair game you can pick up everything and just welly people with like bikes and traffic cones it's fun it's really good as you're slapping someone around with a traffic cone yeah and then all the time you're built you're doing that you're building up a meter as well and when you suddenly turn blue and get electricity around you then you can uh, really do some damage to someone smash their head in with a bike or do whatever against a wall or a car or whatever so um and then there's all an upgrade system behind that uh it's just neat the whole story's bonkers though it's just it sounds like, like Fraser's rust bloodlust is coming back yeah <laughs> maybe awkward. a little bit of bloodlust but I'm, I'm more captivated by the it just seems to be really polished it's definitely well made it looks good it looks really nice yeah it does it looks really nice it's got Eve, good graphics. Even though it's... T- <laughs> great, great sounds. It's, I, yeah, I'm not sure how good the sounds are. And it sounds really odd to say, but even though it's in Japanese, right, with subtitles, mm-hmm. I get the feeling that the voice acting is really good. Oh. I don't know how I know that, but... You just do? I just, yeah. Nobody knows right. quite why it is, but it do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I really like what I've seen on that one so far. So that one I definitely want to play some more of. Um, then I went out uh, quickly. I went to everybody's favorite place, EB Games. and uh, Love that place. Love that place, man. I'm taking full <laughs> advantage it. of all those poor people who, who sold their games for 50 cents. Um, and I bought, I mean, they love the show, too. Yeah, oh, they love the show. And I bought God of War 
collection. I was looking around. Oh. I was just like, eh, what do I want to play? And then I said, you know what? I fancy some God of War. So I bought the God of War collection. Good on you. Um, put it in, played it for about half an hour, and then realized I didn't want to play the God of War collection. So then I went Brilliant. back the next day, took it back, and went, oh, <laughs> I bought this for my son. He's already got it. <laughs> they went, okay. Lying piece of shit. <laughs> It doesn't work. There's so, a scratch, I think, but it wasn't. It was there when I got it. Uh, so I took that back, and I got Zombie U instead mm. for the Wii U. Good old Wii U. If you haven't I'm got a Wii U, you should definitely that. go. Down. Oh, did you not? Did you play Zombie U? I played the demo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm playing it. It's awful. I think the words you're looking for, right? No, awful? I don't think awful? it is awful. No. Oh, okay. No, it's not. I think it could be all right i've only played probably an hour or two of it uh-huh. um i had a very interesting start to it so i loaded it up so basically it's like zombie you're mi- you, it's set in england you go down and you you in the you start off in the underground some guy's giving you instructions on what to do so the first thing he's like okay well we got our hideout here now you need to go and find a key card to get out because i need you to go do the next thing right so you go out and you find the key card of what avoid a couple of zombies or bash the heads in of a couple of zombies do you have to go up the apples and pears <laughs> just about yeah and uh, so he's guiding you and you do it. and he's got some really neat mechanics with the game pad which you scan the areas and whatever it, it's okay you know it's, some of it's a little bit contrived but generally it works okay um, it doesn't feel like it plays as well as a typical first-person shooter and with that sort of with the thumbsticks and um yeah stulex here stulex saying zombie U is almost good but it's not i'm not i'm not oh he says it's terrible i don't know if i agree with that stulex i'm not sure it's terrible yet um i'm gonna give it its chance um but anyway so i started playing it there's two ways you can play it. normal mode which is like you go out and you do your missions and if you get killed um then you get you start back at your base again Right, and what's really neat is you start back at your base as someone else. So this is why I was asking you on your dying light, what, how, how the mechanics worked for when you died. Because right. on this one, you go out, you go down to the supermarket to go collect whatever you need to collect. This is what happened to me, and I got killed. And then it started me back as a new person, like I suppose as a girl. And then it started me back at the base as a as a bloke. And he's like, you still got to go finish that mission. And then I went back, entered into the door where I'd previously been killed, and there was me who I was before when I was now a zombie and attacking myself, whatever, which I thought was really clever. Um, that was pretty neat. Hmm. So, yeah, there's lots. Of, I think there's loads of hidden stuff in there. I'm going to give it its dues. I think it's good. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing some more of that. But what I really liked about it was as soon as I booted it up for the first time, it gave me two options. It gave me play normally, like I just explained to you, or right. play survivor. And it was like, okay, you know what? And it was like one life and that's it it's over if you die i was like oh Oof. great oh, you know what yeah. i've never played the game before let's go for it so, sounds a lot like rust let's do it let's do it yeah <laughs> so i played on that i was really that was i mean that was really good right that was really i had shit in my pants everywhere really taking everything really slowly you know and right. i survived for a fair old while until i opened some door and an alarm went off and then all these zombies just clambered on me and i was just like dead um and it was game over. But, you know, it was all right. It was interesting. It was entertaining. Hey, and if it's entertaining, that's all right by my, in my book. 
Right. So um, I'm going to play more of that for sure, and then we'll see. Um, uh, we'll see whether I agree with um, some of the comments that are flying in on the uh, on the chat. Uh, and then the other thing I've been playing is the golf club, which I had talked about months and months and months ago. I uninstalled it. Did you? I did. Yeah. You see, now the thing is, I inst- played the golf club. Golf, the golf club. I played the golf club many, many months ago, and I gave it its fair dues and gave mm-hmm. it some respect, and could see that it was a very good golf game. But I didn't really continue down the path of playing it. Right. And then Greg DeLacy, Gary DeFelici, Mark Annix, blah 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 blah, Chinny, loads of other people are all playing the golf club, and then I was getting text after text, you've got to play golf, you've got to play golf, come on, you've got the golf club, you fucking play, blah, 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 blah. And then that was it. I was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to sit down. Because every so often I play the golf club, and then I want to throw my controller through the TV, because I fucking stink. <laughs> I don't think I right. throw anything through the TV again. I didn't nope. throw anything through the TV the first time. Okay. Well, you don't want that to happen again. But I have been playing the golf club, and now I think I am addicted to the golf club. Oh, okay. So I've been playing some of the... uh, I must have played about seven or eight rounds over the weekend. Um, I'm absolutely toilet addict compared to the other guys who are playing it. They're all... So basically, if you go into G4TE.com, they are running a community challenge or whatever it is. So there's a course it's chosen. So if you have the golf club and you want to get involved in that, there's some people playing the Expo and some people playing the PS4. Some people playing... I'm playing on the PC. And so is Gary. Um, they chose a course like I can't remember who it was Um, it escapes me who it was but somebody shot a minus 10 on this course I was like fucking are you fucking kidding me a minus 10 right (laughs) so I get out and you know I'll I'll see what I can do I know I'm not going to shoot a minus 10 I shot a plus 29 damn damn boy (laughs) easy (laughs) Um, give it up then I went and played again and I shot maybe sort of a plus 19 I was like okay well you know I've I've dropped it by 10 strokes in the by you know (laughs) Yeah, that's a bonus. We're on target here for bringing it down. (laughs) Improvement has been noted. Um, And I've been out like another five or six times. Now, over the last sort of two or three, I've shot like a plus 12. I mean, minus 10. Give me a break. Like, I... And it has the go, and I see how it's doing. Like, he's playing shots. I'm just like, how can he play that shot? So somebody knows what they're doing, which bugs me. It sort of takes away the fun of the being in the tournament when you're straight off playing. You're so far off the pace. Right. But even Chinny, he only just picked it up, and he says he's shooting minus fours. So, anyway. Maybe you're just crap. No, I refuse to I refuse to accept that, you know. Um, I might be. It's certainly a possibility. But um, I'm going to stick at it. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting one because... You get caught between two things. One, playing shots where you're sort of technically, I need to do X and Y to achieve Z. And you play that shot by calculating and playing the shot as you want. And then there are other shots where you think, well, if I just play as I feel, and that's really more the putting, putting and chipping. When I try and calculate, I play like shit. When I just sort of let it flow freely, then I I pull off some good shots. So I'm just getting to grips with it. It's going to take time. But I love it. It's great. Very nice. Cool. All right. Well, we have no fish, so let's move on. Uh, let's do some news. Beep. 
<laughs> what was that? Uh, okay. Oh, that was the, the music button. Yeah. Yep, it was. This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. All right. Um, who did this one? Top uh, one. Go. Who did this one? Alright. So Xbox's ultimate Xbox sale, um, which was kinda leaked what late last week, um, hit late yesterday, early today. Um, there's a bunch of stuff on there. Um a couple things worth note are alien isolation for sixty percent off if you have gold, fifty percent off if you have silver. Uh Fraser's favorite destiny is thirty three percent off. Um what else is on there? There's a Telltale Games collection, it's all the games for fifty percent off. So some pretty good stuff on there. Mordor's on there, 40% off. That Telltale game collection's fucking expensive. Have you seen it? Yeah, but it's half off. So it's still expensive? Uh-huh. All right, then. <laughs> That's why you got to play the games when they come out, because they're like five bucks per episode, or five episodes for the price of four. Yeah, this is true. Um, but you put them all together, it adds up. That's for sure. That's that's maths for you. That's so, how it happens. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's some good stuff on there. Worth checking out if there's some things you haven't played yet. Get them at a discount. Um, but with all the rumors, there's some stuff that isn't on there that was, everyone thought there was supposed to be with some of the leaks. Um, one of them being Master Chief Collection was supposed to be $24. Um, but even more so, Lords of the Fallen was supposed to be on there. And it was for... What was this about? Yeah, so this is this is... The really interesting. This is the only reason why I'm bringing up the sale because Lords of the Fallen was one of the games that was supposed to be on there, and yesterday a lot of the games went on sale before the whole Xbox sale page went live, and Lords of the Fallen was one of them for nine dollars. Um, so a bunch of people were able to pick that up, and then this morning it was sixty bucks again, and eat. And the developer even said, "Yeah, it was supposed to be part of the sale, and we're still waiting to hear from Microsoft on why it's not part of the sale because they're saying it's not." <laughs> Right. So a very, very random. Um, and as far as I know now, there's still no yeah, update no updates to that. on that, right? Yeah. So, and I don't know if maybe they're saying that, and they're. I mean, the developer should know something, but um, I don't know. Maybe they're going to do a few games just for like the last couple of days of the sale. Yeah. As like a weekend, because I remember with the leaks, they mentioned something about like a weekend frenzy or some weird tagline like that. Um, so you, I would assume there'd be a couple of games with like big discounts or something maybe that's one of them and maybe the developers just playing dumb because it was a right. mistake and they're helping cover Microsoft's mistake on putting it on sale but um, yeah I mean nine bucks for a $60 game is a uh, it's a big deal but mm. um, so yeah I found that pretty interesting so but yeah but between Xbox and PlayStation there's a lot of stuff on sale so there is check the catalog in case you got some stuff that's been on your your wish list um, yeah. But uh, the next thing is moving on to uh, some more X-Bone stuff. And Fraser just solidified his, his console purchase, but World of Tanks is coming to the Xbox One. Oh, my God, no. With cross-play to the 360 as well. Oh, yeah. Well, that means it's going to be like the 360 version, which really is not the definitive version. Although a lot of people do play it. Yeah. How, how does it differ from the PC version, it doesn't seem to have the resolution. That's what I found when I'm playing on the 360. It just seemed to be like a just a, a, a 
just not as a detailed or tight version. Tight. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not going to look as good as a PC version. No, I don't like, mean looking as good. I just mean not as sort of like... It just felt looser. It just felt, you know, looser and not as responsive. And it just... Far, far, far inferior. Uh, what about the actual tech trees and stuff, though? Is, that, is all that still in place? Yeah, I don't know if it... Well, you know, I, it was a long time ago I, when I looked at the 360. I don't know how it's progressed, you know, in the year or whatever that it's been out. But um, mm. it looked pretty, pretty, pretty similar. I mean, I'd imagine the Xbox One version will look pretty tight. Um, but, I mean, I don't think there's going to be that much difference from the PC version unless they really cool down. Like, they do some weird monetization around some of the stuff or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and break the tech tree that way. But, I mean, if they don't, then I don't really see any reason why they couldn't play together and the X-Bone won't be actually a superior version to it. Yeah. If it's just, like tightness of controls issues then yeah I'm sure they can play together and still have a good time on the old X-Bone so does this mean that you're getting an X-Bone now no that's pretty much no okay what no. about now no, no? All right. All right. are you going to get Diablo 3 now no <laughs> <laughs> oh yes we haven't spoken since that have we no since the Diablo incident <laughs> oh no what happened yep. I'm, I'm gonna actually I'm Steve, can you tell Fraser I'm not talking to him? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, uh, John's not talking to you. Yeah, I sort of knew that already. <laughs> <laughs> just forgot. All right. <laughs> All right. So, hey, do you remember Dom Matrick? Remember that guy? Yeah, rat face. Oh, rat face. Oh, Old, look uh, at... I'm going to awkwardly look. present with my yep. hand face. <laughs> I think the Xbox is behind me. Pose. That guy. But I can't so... stop staring at the flash <laughs> in your camera. With this nervous smile. And deer um, in headlights. So, yeah, okay, so let's just recap, okay? So, Dom Matrick used to be the head of... Uh, the year is... <laughs> <laughs> know then that the year is 2448. Um, the no, uh, Okay, my father, Emperor Shaddam IV, is the known emperor of... Whatever. Okay, so... Um, Don Matrick. Or Don Matrick. Don Matrix. See, okay. Don Matrix. <laughs> yeah, hey. So, um, a while ago, he was Electronic Arts's. Um, I think they were like the World Studios. He was the head of the EA World Studios, right? At the time when they were most notoriously assholes, right? And they were up neck and neck against Comcast for being the worst company in America, right? Back then. Um, so he didn't really do a good job of managing that. So they thought, okay, fine, let's just make him the uh, CEO of Xbox division at Microsoft for the uh, for the new Xbox One console. So Seems he legit. did that. Yeah. And, you know, he did such a fine job of launching that thing uh, that they fired him. I'm pretty sure they did. I don't believe that they didn't. And he went to Zynga to apparently rescue Zynga from... Um, it's inevitable the- fate. <laughs> Exactly. Um, apparently, um, one thing that Zynga has been notorious for in the past is having a couple of really good hits, you know, in the old Farmville garbageware category that make a lot of money. But instead And of everything with friends. Everything with friends. Um, shits with friends is the new one. It's pretty good. Um, so... Uh, and friends with benefits. That's the other one. Friends um, with friends. <laughs> Um, which is where you watch the episodes of Friends with your friends. Yep. Um, with friends. So, <laughs> so the trouble is, 
Zing, uh, and who was the guy that used to run this thing? I can't remember what his name is. Uh, uh, P- Mark Pincus. But thank you, right. Mark P- Pincus. Yes. So Pincus. one in the Pincus. One in the, right in the old Pincus. So. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Pincus was running the company into the ground because he believed that like he really needed to pad out his staff and basically put them to like a thousand monkeys at a thousand typewriters situation. Basically, one of them will strike gold at some point. But because of this, like their their uh, expenditures just on like salaries was killing the company, and they had yet to come out with another big farm villa or another kind of cash cow or friends with friends. Um, so then they were going to kick him out. They brought good old Don Matrick in because if there's one thing Don Matrick's good at, it's making companies look good, right? Am I right? So yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, so they brought him in not two years ago. Um, so the... Uh, my wife just sent me a text and completely threw me off the fucking jam. All right, blah, 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 whatever. Um, okay, so that was two years ago. Thereabouts, pretty much, right? Um, or a year and a half ago. Now, already, the BTIG analyst... I don't know what BTIG stands for. I guess it's some kind of financial institution and uh, whatever, an analyst. Anyway, a BTIG analyst by the name of Rich Greenfield says that Zynga should ditch Don Matrick. Why? Because apparently they brought him in to cut costs, to fire people, and basically have them concentrate on keeping Farmville making money, right? That kind of thing, you know? bring the portfolio in, stop trying to make a lot of crazy new games, fire half of the people you got, make money. Start making money. Uh, And he came in and basically went, okay, what's that guy been doing? Let's just do exactly what Pincus has been doing. And I'm sure everything will be just fine. (laughs) So that's just Just look at my track record. Exactly. You can trust me. Um, So, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Um, I could have told him that the day it happened. Well, me too. Me too. I mean, really, at this point, where's he going to go? Because wherever he goes, he's going to break it. Like that's a bank or something. <laughs> yeah. He Send him to Bank of America. Hey! <laughs> yeah, they really could do with breaking. Um, some fantastic pictures of Don Matrick on this article. Anyway, so that's it, basically. Don Matrick's three for three <laughs> at this moment in time. Let's just see how many, uh, how many more weeks he's got left. Uh, and see what happens there. That's all I had on the news. Um, I know that Peter Molyneux and the whole 22 cans and the old goddess shit, that, that happened. But I really don't have all the details, nor do I care to rehash them. Yeah, so, that was last was week's news. Last week. Oh, it was? Okay, good. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, what do you got? What's this bad notch? Oh, yeah, that's just a random thing. But um, I saw it just before the show. But Notch says he feels like a sellout, but still feels like he made the right choice by selling to Microsoft. I feel like a sellout, but I made the right choice. Yeah, so by I, selling it, I thought that was. Uh, I was like, so which one is it? <laughs> well, well, he feels like a sellout because he is a sellout, right? That's but he made the right happens. choice because all the money. Well, yeah. There I, we go. That is. I'm tired. <laughs> it is. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about what Notch feels. Nope. Frankly, yeah. If you if you want to if you want to shy away from the spotlight, fucking shut up for five minutes. How you, about that? You know what I'm never tired about hearing? What charts? Yeah. <laughs> Shards. Go! Use the music. Fraser, for God's sake. Um, sorry, you know what? I was just thinking about Notch for a second there, because I did give that some thought earlier. Is that, oh, what, you know, even though he's got his big fat pile of money, there must be a sense of, you know, 
that walking away from something that you were so involved in, even though it was too big for him to deal with, mm. he was Minecraft. And then, he, okay, you know what? I mean, you, you can live with yourself. You know, I've sold it for $2 billion or whatever it is. Yeah. But it must be bizarre. I mean... Do you think he's going to be sitting there now going crazy in his big mansion all by himself? Well, first off, did you see that big mansion that he bought? Uh, you know what I did? It was disgusting. You can it see it in It was Minecraft. disgusting. Oh, can you? <laughs> Great. Uh, it was disgusting, and it remains to be disgusting. And that's one of those houses that people buy to show off how rich they are, which is not him as far as I was aware. So, yeah, he's a fucking sellout. Now, that said... Didn't he beat out Jay-Z for that mansion? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. That's how ridiculous and appalling that house is. The developer um, and creator behind Minecraft beats out Jay-Z for a mansion. <laughs> and let's face it, you know, yeah, but who I mean, has I more? Mean, he can rip that mansion apart and make it nice and do what I mean. You, 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 you know, whatever. But... Or he could just not buy it and buy something better. Anyway, it was like very a expensive. Modest split level. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but it's just maybe I just find garage. it interesting to maybe just fo- you know not to focus on the money and how much money he's got, but in terms of walking away from something that you were so like, can he just turn up to Minecon now? And I guess he yeah, can. Well. He's, he's notched, so he you know he still is attached to it in a very big way, at yeah. least with the zeitgeist anyway. But, I mean, the thing is, Notch hasn't done shit with Minecraft in about five fucking years. Yeah, uh, okay. You know, I mean, he very, very clearly handed over the reins to... What's that other cat's name? Jeb, right? He gave Jeb the reins. He's like, everybody, I suck at Minecraft. If you leave it in my hands, it'll never get finished. And half the features that you want are not going to get done... I'm going to step back, let Jeb take the reins, and he's going to, you know, he's Minecraft from now on. I'm going to work on this weird space game thing that hasn't doesn't have a weird title thing going on. Um, Imagine if they brought in Don Matrick instead. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how it's done. You know, I can't get this out of the door. Don Matrick, let's get him in. Can you present <laughs> because, of, just because of his track Stand record. in front of it. Just stand in front of it. Aim behind. Just aim behind. It's it's around there. You'll You'll get it. So, yeah, so that's it. Um. Yeah. All right. Anyway, fucking not. You know, I'm sure he's gonna be dabbing his tears with his hundred dollar bills, so it's really not a big deal. Yeah. I don't feel. I don't care about how he feels, frankly. Okay. Um. All right. He can buy a really good therapist for that. All right. Charts. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have some charts. Uh. Because that's what you get when you have charts. Uh. We have top ten coming over from our friends in the UK to get in hold of an American top ten or whatever like that. It's just forget it. It's just not going to happen. VG charts is shite. Uh, no. So here we go. Top ten from the UK, starting at number ten. It's Woo. everybody's favorite game, Destiny. Destiny. At number nine, it's a crash and seed Unity. Uh, at number eight. Oh, oh, speak of the devil, Minecraft, the Xbox edition. 4J? Oh, yeah, those are the guys that Minecraft. did the com- conversion. Yes. Uh, at number seven, from Ubisoft, Far, blah, 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 Far Cry 4. <laughs> okay. Right. Number six. <laughs> at number five is GTAV. At number four, Munter Hunter 4. At uh, number three, Ultimate Munter <laughs> Hunter. At number three, Cod. Codaw. Codaw. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare at number two, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. Oh, I got that for John for his birthday last week. Nice. Dude, yeah. spoilers, don't tell me you got me. Oh, sorry, dude. For that. sorry, sorry, bro. And You've got a 3DS, right? 
At number one, it's Evolve. Mm. Ooh. Well, all right. Any surprises there? Not really, right? It's, it's uh, no. Pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look at this list. Oof. It's going to be a good one. All right, we're ready? Japan! So time right. for number eight. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. Number 10 for the 3DS. It's Kenka Bancho 6, Soul and Blood. Nine for the 3DS. It's Dairon 2 Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 3DS. Eight for the PlayStation Vita. It's Tsurugi no Machi no Thujin Kuro no Kyuden. A seven for the 3DS. It's Monta Hunter 4G. Six for the PlayStation Vita. It's Atelier Isha and Logi, Alchemists and the Dusk Sky. Oh, of the Disc Sky. Five, 3DS, Pocket Monsters, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Four for the 3DS, Yokai Watch 2, Shinuji. Three for the Wii U, it's Kirby and the Rainbow Casey. And two for the 3DS, it's <laughs> The Legend of Legacy. And one for the PlayStation 3, it is Tales of Zestiria. Amazing. <laughs> that is Japan. There's no one better. <laughs> Japan is <laughs> your calling. Oh dear. Ooh. All right. If you're ever out That's... of a job. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a really good open market on people announcing Japanese game charts, especially the same charts from last week. <laughs> Brilliant. Did you guys happen to see the uh, the SNL 40th, or at least the Jeopardy skit? No. No. Was it more Trebek? Well, no, so I, th- I, th- I thought of the show only because there's a part in the beginning where um, he's like, welcome to Celebrity Jeopardy, and then he's like, um, <laughs> for the first round, we apologize to our Asian listeners. We didn't realize that putting a category <laughs> about Asian history would result in such uh, offensive accents. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's all I could think of. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Wonderful. Oh, what is this? Wyatt May says, I felt like a sellout, but I enjoy my $70 million home. Correct. Exactly. All right. Fucking notch. All right, quiz! (laughs) (laughs) All right, I have a quiz. Are you ready for a quiz? Hey, I want a quiz. Can I get a quiz? All right. I got some good news for you. Go. This is no quiz up quiz this week. (sighs) Hang on. All right. Okay. This is, Walk me through it, I'm nervous. This is a me, I sat down and made up all these questions myself type of quiz. Oh, God, we're fucked. Uh, all right. Here we go. All right. Okay, virtual toying costs. Steven. It is Tails. It is Tails. Yes! Play or pass? Play. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, God, okay, yes. here we go. First question. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah, of course. What is my favorite Metal Gear Solid game? Oh god! Um, is it yours? No, sorry, I'm going to give you okay. some options. Steady on, steady on. This is the Fraser oh, quiz. I calm love it. Down. <laughs> All right, great. Is it number one, Metal Gear Solid One? Number two, Metal Gear Solid Two? <laughs> number three, Metal Gear Solid Three? <laughs> or D, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker? Oh god! Steve, we're going to be sleeping on the podcast couch. I think. I think, Fraser, that your favorite Metal Gear Solid game is Snakeita! <laughs> Am I right? No! God damn it! It was worth it just to sing it. 
brilliant. You get a half a point for singing that. Brill. All right. uh, it's not. It's actually Metal Gear Solid 2. Fuck off. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just like that one the best. Because uh, Raiden gets naked in it. I like Raiden. I mean, that's a very... I know you do. It's a polarizing, uh, it's a polarizing uh, title in the Metal Gear franchise. Uh, but I think it's my favorite. All right. So there. John. All right. All right. Yes. Are you ready? I am. Which of these consoles did I not own? Was it the Xbox? Was it two, the PlayStation, C, the GameCube, or four, the Mega Drive, Stroke Genesis? Stroke Genesis. Uh, I'm going to go with the original Xbox. John. That is not the right answer. It was the Mega um, Drive, Stroke Genesis. Oh, God. I would have gone. I would have gone for GameCube. Nope. I had a GameCube. Uh, oh, doors open. Doors not open for anyone. No, it's not closed. Still, yeah, it's still closed. 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 Uh, okay. Question number three: Which of these games do I dislike the most? <laughs> Is it A. Dear Esther, B. Dark Out, C. Gone Home, or Four? There's nothing in it. I hate them all equally. Um, it's either three or four, isn't it? Uh, Metal Gear Two. No, <laughs> it's four. You hate them all equally. Is the right answer? Yes. Oh, that was. I would have went with that one too. Well done. It was either that or it was uh, gone on. It was close. Yeah, exactly. You know me too. He knows me so well. So well. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that from chess? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Podcast uh, over. What was her name? We're not, we're, we're not cool enough. Elaine Page? <laughs> yes, Elaine Page. Not to be confused with Ellen Page. So no, not at all. <laughs> Ellen Page. <laughs> uh, John, are you ready? I am. Which of these games <laughs> am I fed up of hearing about the most? <laughs> Oh, what a softball. All right. Did you save this one for me? <laughs> Is it A, Diablo 3? <laughs> Is it B, Destiny? Is it C, The Last of Us? Or 4, Gone Home? <laughs> it is Destiny. Oh, it got to be. Oh, it is. It is. It was close. I really, really there. It was either that or Gone Home. Like, wow. Fucking people telling me Gone Home's good. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, <laughs> What's this? Somehow he's converted the quiz section into like his personal axe grinding segment. Here's, here's, how, did, here's, how did you do it? Here's why I hate everyone. Remember, you can make the quiz whatever way you want. I guess you can. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh oh. One, two, three, four, five. I just realized I didn't put a sixth question in. Oh, you now fucked I've done it up. It. Now yeah. I've done it. All right, here we go. Yep. Question number five. Is it me? It's me, right? It's you, yeah. All right. Uh, what is my fondest remembered arcade game? Is it A. Paintbrush B. Pac-Man C. Defender or D. Zaxxon Ooh. Oh shit Your most fondly remembered arcade game <sighs> Not knowing you this intimately I would have to go with mine which is Zaxxon 
Ooh, interesting. Uh, no, it's actually Paintbrush. Uh, what? Was that even an arcade game? Yeah, it's but just the an thing object. is... It's here, a real object you used No, it, it was an arcade game where you had to sort of paint sections or whatever like that. Whatever, right? But the thing about it is... It's the fondest remembered arcade game. Because I used to make a special trek down to go play that game. Like at the right. mall or whatever. Yeah. It's like Pac-Man was everywhere, right? Pac-Man, Defender, they were all everywhere. I don't have real memories of going and playing those. It's because they're all boring. Mm. Um, so that's it. And then I didn't have a question six, so I'm going to have to just... Hang on. Hang on. I forgot to do the question six. I got caught up doing something else. I'll get your question. John, I'll get your question. It's not all about right. me. It won't be about me, though. Uh... So you're safe. Be about. Uh, you How tall one? am I? <laughs> uh, here we go. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Not that one. Uh, not that one. Uh, not that one. Uh, not that one. Not that one. Uh, not that one. Uh, okay, here we go. Are you ready? I am ready. What does Phoenix Wright have to defend in court in Ace Attorney Dual Destinies? Objection! Is it A, a parrot, B, a lion, C, a killer whale, or 4, a dog? Hmm, I'm gonna go with a parrot? John. Objection! Objection! That is the wrong answer. Shit. Oh. That brings it to one each. Now I need a tiebreaker. Yeah, you do. Luckily, luckily, I have a tiebreaker in my pocket, which I haven't used. It's been <laughs> in my pocket keep for that to weeks. Yourself. Which gray hair did Fraser just <laughs> <laughs> Was it A, head, B, shadow? <laughs> Here we go. Ready for the tiebreaker? Pubis. Yes. Yeah. I gotta find the answer first. I can't remember. Is this one of those where we've got a beep, or is it just a numbers thing where closest gets it? Uh, it's a numbers one. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who should go first, John? You, uh, John, you could choose to go first or not. Um, I will go second. Yeah, yeah that's usually the right one. Yeah, because Steve went. Steve went first. So. Um, okay. Space Invaders for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. We all remember that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many different versions of Space Invaders were on the cartridge? On the cartridge? Yes. Of Space Invaders? Yeah, for the Atari 2600. Whew. One. That's my answer, one. Is that your final answer? Yeah. John? Three. That's your final answer. It's gonna have to be. <laughs> you can't really go any lower. <laughs> John I could go two. I have no clue. John is the winner. It's definitely not one. The actual answer is 112. What? Well then, versions. Yes. <laughs> well then, <laughs> I. Oh, all right. all right, fine, fine. You know what? Fine. That, that's your question. That's fine. Keep it. It's good. That's fine. You were a bit <laughs> off. Next week, just a little bit. <laughs> a little no, bit. I, off. Honestly, I didn't. Even, I, I had no idea that there were multiple versions of that. Here we go. On that cartridge. Nice. Just sent you a link. I don't give a fuck. I'm not. Look, I'm not looking at it. Sure. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Well done, John. Fucking Steve, you got to pull it out, yeah, man. It's... John keeps winning too many. Oh God, he's four now. Good lord. 
All right, brilliant. Let's uh, let's wind this shit up. Yes, sure. Yeah. Community. There is none. Oh, which right. is a bit really? f- bit false, really, because we did have a lot of community things going on back and forth, but nobody could really be bothered to investigate it. Um, let me just it. check. Yeah, I'll check too. Lord. The tweet, the Twitters does seem to have been busy. I'm not sure. We haven't had any direct emails, so to say. Um, oh shit! I got twenty notifications here. So. Yeah, lots of people following us on Twitter. Lots of people um, mentioning the odd bits and pieces here, but um, no real messages. I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, Gary, uh, sorry, Greg DeLacy, uh, hero and legend, in fact. Uh, come hello high water next time if you ask again I will be there for Game Punch's pod I owe you my friend I think he's being available for podcasts yes for broadcastings uh, yes yeah we're still right. on a mission to get uh, Hero and Legend on the show at some point alright and really it's just kind of conversational stuff really really uh, yeah there really isn't much beyond that I don't believe Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I, I believe the the general fan assessment of Fish is that he is a good addition. Yes. I, I believe. believe. That's uh, what I see and I hear. I would, I would think so. Yes. As a fan, I would think so. Yes. All right. Good. I mean, it definitely sounded good to me when I just chipped in to listen a little bit the other week. A um, couple of people have said they don't like him. Like who? I'll stab them. Who? <laughs> No one. Just kidding. Names. Give me names. You got no names. <laughs> His mum. <laughs> His mum. Farmers. Uh, Farmers' mums. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Well, that's a quick community section. All right, cool. John, wrap it up. All righty. Well, as always, we are on Twitter at Game Punchers Pod. I'm What's at a John, boiler. Boiler. I'm at John the Valley. J O N L A V A L L E E. I am at Chambango, C-H-A-M-B-A-N-G-O. Is that right? Yes. That's the one. All right, then. I am at Fraser Moo, F-R-A-S-E-R-M-O-O. We have a website. It's GamePunchers.com. You can email us at GamePunchersPod at gmail.com. And uh, leave us a review and a rating on iTunes because it helps. Yeah. And I will say that, Fraser, your uh, hard sales push the other day, was it was it was harsh but fair. For what? Harsh but fair. Telling people to fucking do a review on iTunes. Yeah, man. If you listen Harsh to it, you don't pay anything. Go do a review. Do it now. Yeah, exactly. Do it. And if you help don't do it, you can you. fuck off. Fuck off. That's the thing. See, we only have fuck weird off, metrics. But come back next week, will you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll just fuck off for a week. Um, yeah, if we get enough reviews, then we end up getting picked up by that weird thing that puts us on the front and the feature and shit. And that's how we get more people. And if you don't do that, we don't go anywhere. We don't appear on lists. Yes. So that's how it helps. We don't get paid. We don't make money. In fact, I lose money (laughs) every month on this. But I don't care because we all like doing it. Now. There is that. Do your bit. Do your bit. Review. Stars. Yeah, Wyatt May May put a review in. Uh, Good egg. I haven't seen it yet, so I guess we'll dig All that right. out. God, we're not as efficient as some of the other podcasts, are we? We're, we're not. But we don't claim to be, so... And we don't give a fuck. <laughs> a fook? A fook. A fuck. But it do. But it <laughs> do. Do. Um, Alright, cool. I think we're, we're done. We're done. 
We are done. That is a show. All right, that is a show. Okay, so uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I give a quick shout out to Chris MJW. Shut up! (laughs) Quick shout out to Chris MJW. Chris from Boss Wave, who had a birthday this week. Um, That was a good banter between the Boss Wave guys, uh, Chris, Seth, and and Rob. So give a shout out to those boys, saluting them for their podcasting work. Indeed. Indeed. I'm stood to attention right now. I don't know about you guys. While sat down. It's not a sex joke. Shut up. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we love you long time. Thanks to everybody in the chat there. YMA, Real Defoe, Stulek. Uh, Step J. Is Step J still there? Did he do one? No, he's he's done one. Did one. Did one. (laughs) Completely did one. All right. And until next time, Wizard! Wizard! Wizard!